welcome to the Regroup Hour, the podcast that's all about how we make and manage change by building a bedrock of self-care. Self-care that comes from self-awareness and self-compassion. This is a gentle hour-ish to take some time out for yourself to simply be and see whatever this time brings. It truly is an opportunity to regroup. Hi, and welcome back to Series 3. I can't quite believe that um, we're here, that this whim of an idea that began back in March, April time has um, resulted in producing all of these episodes and I am so delighted to be back with you to be sharing some more thoughts and reflections and I hope that wherever you are right now you are safe and you are well. So the topic of today is um, feels quite a big one. Do you want to change your life? Um, it's quite a grand title, I suppose, but it's something that came to me as the principles by which we can make significant changes in our life. And and I think that there is one core principle to this approach and that's what I want to share with you today. So as we begin a new year or or any new phase in our life as as one thing ends and and another thing begins. So right now it's January and uh, obviously 2020 has ended and 2021 is is stretching out ahead of us. As always, we don't know what the year is going to hold. Um, maybe we're beginning this year with some uh, slightly different, bigger, more challenging concerns than we ordinarily face into a new year with. But as with any time, we don't know what these next weeks and months will hold for us. And all we can do is face into them with the resources that we have to hand and the knowledge that we have to hand and with our whole self in this very moment right now. And I think there are many routes to how we can find the things that support us or that ground us. Um, during a time of change or during a a new period in our life. But one key principle is a willingness to invest in ourselves. And over this episode, I want to cover the three things that I think really sit inside that word investment and explore them with you and see, see what it raises for you. How does it feel to you? How do you invest in yourself? What does even the idea of investment feel like to you? Um, you know, we often think of investment as as something that's external to us, but this is about a self investment, and and I think that it really supports us 
particularly if we're looking to reduce anxiety, stress, confusion in our life, and we want to increase clarity and calm and confidence, then making a conscious choice to believe that you're worthy of your own attention, of your own investment in yourself, is a really powerful way forward. So I mentioned that there are three areas. And I think the first one is time. Time's often something that we sense we lack. In fact, all three of these things are, are often things that we can sense that we lack. Um, time is something that in a previous podcast, I've talked about how we can stuff it full Um or it can stretch out yawning ahead of us and feel like it's um, like wading through through treacle, um, that it feels like there's so much of it on our hands or that we're endlessly hunting around trying to find more time. But when we think about time as something that we can invest in ourselves, then it may be as simple as one minute breathing each day, of course, for breathing um, all the time, but just one minute to really focus in on our breath. And whether or not you've got a meditation practice, doesn't matter here. Um, just the act of stopping and noticing the breath, not trying to change it in any way, but just noticing how your breath comes into your body and how it leaves your body just for one minute is an investment in yourself and it's essentially giving yourself that one minute of pure attention, pure investment. Um, it may be that you do have a meditation practice or that it's something that you wish to, to develop in over this next uh, time uh, that you have. And um, just doing five minutes meditation or five minutes mindfulness every day can have a significant impact on the way that your brain functions. Um, 10 minutes walking, 20 minutes reading, 30 minutes of exercise, whatever it is, committing to investing time in yourself can become a sacred thing. And it's a way of making a declaration of intent to yourself that you are worthy of time. And particularly if we think of time as being something that is scarce, it becomes even more of a gift to dedicate some of that purely to yourself and to make it sacred. And so what does that mean? Well, it could be let others know that this time that you carve out, this time that you identify that is yours, um, if you live with other people, let them know that it's your time and it's not to be um, 
taken away from you you know unless of course there is a genuine emergency and something uh, really needs your time um but it can be really easy to keep putting other people's needs ahead of our own or it can be really easy to continuously distract ourselves from ourself and to use other people, other demands, and to label them as being so important that um, that our own needs become subsumed. And actually, we can end up in a pattern there of blaming other people or blaming other circumstances for taking away the time um, that we say we want to spend on ourselves. But actually, sometimes... It is about making a deeper commitment and really putting a stake in the sand and saying, no, this is my time and I am going to guard it and I am going to to use it purely for myself. So whether it's the one minute breathing or it's the 30 minutes exercise or it's the 20 minutes reading, to, to, put, to put a really beautiful and clear boundary around that time and say this is for me this is purely for me and everything else can wait and if you're living with people or or you have a work environment where um where others don't respect your boundaries then part of this investment in time in yourself is also to look at ways you can further strengthen your boundaries and potentially to seek support to find ways to change your situation. If you find that um, there is genuine external um, forces at work that are Um, taking away any opportunity that you have to to really spend this valuable beautiful time with yourself then finding ways to to change that situation is really important because you are worthy of this time and This is also about how we create control in our life as well, not in a tight, tense, rigid way, but in a soft way to say what is really important. And if time with yourself always sits at the bottom of the list, then it could be an opportunity here to reassess your priorities and see how you can give yourself some more of your own attention. So the second one, um, the second area for investment is money. Now this can be a really complex one. I've talked before how um, my own attitudes 
towards money. I've, I, I know a, a complex and multi-layered and it's something that, you know, you just Google um, anything to do with um, attitudes towards money and, and you'll find there are, you know, it's commonly recognised that it's a, a complex area. Often it's tied up with uh, the kind of childhood that we had or the work that we wish to do or how we equate uh, money and purpose um, or how we um, can feel guilty about money. Um, it's a, But when we think about it as something that is um, purely something that flows through us and onto others, then it can feel easier to think about it as something that we can um, use to invest in ourselves. So as part of how we move into change, money can be a really powerful element of what we invest in. And by that I mean to use it to pay for a course, to pay to learn something new, to pay for one-to-one support. Um, Like I say, perhaps to learn a new skill, maybe to learn an instrument, to learn a language, to learn about yourself, to create a deeper awareness of who you are and why you behave and believe and feel the way you do, Um, to expand your horizons, to open your heart, to open your mind, and to use money as as an energy exchange for the service that you receive from someone else. And in that way, money becomes much simpler. I think there's something here too about how self-knowledge, you know, using, investing in how we develop our own awareness of ourself, that's an essential tool on the path of life. And it's really what can help us create clarity about what we can put in place in order to help us change. And I think the other aspect to this is that even if right now you feel you can't afford to spend money because for whatever reason it feels scarce, then seek free support. There's so much available Um, you just, whatever it is that you want to learn, whatever it is that you want to develop or um, invest in for yourself, um, there will be some resources available that that don't cost anything at all. But there's a, a psychological commitment here to commit as though you have invested. So if you find something that um, that really draws you, 
then commit to it, sign up and show up and behave as though you have invested your money in it. Uh, that is a, a very sort of powerful uh, mental state. Um, and is a an indication again a sort of commitment to yourself or a, or a sign of intent to yourself that that you are investing in that personal development too and then i talked uh, just now about how uh, money is an energy if we if we see it as purely a means of exchange of one service uh, for another then energy becomes our third area of investment and by this I mean commit yourself fully to whatever you're doing so you know we talk about people who are glass half full glass half empty being a glass half full is really about deciding how you want things to be and going for it, committing that energy, investing that energy in it and shaking ourselves free of doubt, simply allowing ourselves to be energetically invested so that we really commit and go for the things that we know will serve us and making this energetic investment in ourselves is essentially about giving ourselves the greatest gift we possibly can. It's about shining the full beam of our energy onto ourselves. So when we think about um, energy, it doesn't just come from the food that we eat. It comes from inside of us. And Michael Singer talks about this in, in his book, The Untethered Soul. And he talks of how even when we're deeply depressed, we can still be eating calories, we can still be consuming food. But it's really about our inner drive and our motivation that gives us our get up and go. Um, so there is an opportunity here to also decide how we want to feel and then to choose to feel it. So often we exert all of our energy on other people either on work or on family or on our community. And that's amazing. It's an amazing thing to, uh, to give of ourselves to others. But when we give others everything that we have, then we leave nothing for ourselves and ultimately our resources run dry. So this idea of investing our own energy in ourselves is, is about restoring our energy sources it becomes a like a virtuous circle where when we shine the light of our own energy upon ourselves then 
we actually refuel ourselves. And in exactly the same way, that's what happens with all three of these areas, time, money, energy. They're all about refueling ourselves, investing in ourselves in order that we are resourced and and resilient to face into whatever this future time brings for us. And all three of these is really about a willingness to commit to ourselves. And I know that doing all three of these is something that changed my own life, not overnight, but in increments, increments that I chose to notice and chose to believe in myself. So for my own story, time was something that I committed to myself by creating that space for meditation, for journaling, for spending time on my own, for spending time with other people who also fueled me, people that I learned from. Um, money, I spent money on new training, on, um, on going on retreat, on learning new skills, on getting one-to-one support that really ultimately Um, gave me so many tools and so many different strategies that I was then able to learn how to support myself and ultimately through all of that wider investment in my studies and my postgraduate work etc I was then able to come to this place where I can support others through their own journeys and in terms of energy it was really about choosing whether I stayed in a space where I was constantly kind of holding like fear and um, worry at bay and investing energy and pushing that stuff away rather than investing the energy in helping myself feel rested and energized simultaneously by giving myself my own best attention rather than constantly trying to battle the stuff that I thought was going to bring me down. And actually what I needed to do was notice all of those things and give them some of my loving attention, some of my loving energy. And by doing that, regrouping myself, bringing myself back together. I've talked before about how um, this whole process that I've been through on my own change journey has been about regrouping my scattered head and heart. And that's been a huge part of how I have invested my energy in myself is, is by bringing those parts of myself back together so that I can feel whole again. And I think the last point here really is that we cannot give what we haven't got. So we need to invest in ourselves as a starting point in order to be able to give to others. So I hope that little meander through these three ideas has sparked some thoughts for you. How does 
or how do you invest time, money and energy in yourself right now? What would it feel like for you to make a commitment to yourself to invest all three things in yourself going forward? What does an investment in time spent with yourself mean to you? What does investing your own money in yourself mean to you? What does investing your energy in yourself mean to you? I'd love to know how these things land, what comes from them. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you, as always, to Angus for his music and for his production on this podcast. Um, If you want to explore any of these ideas further, if you want to do some work one-to-one with me, then just send me a message, henny at regroup.co.uk and we can have a chat, have a virtual coffee and see where that takes you and see what support I can offer. And if you prefer to do group work, then there are some new retreats coming up this year. Um, Spring, summer, autumn, winter, seasonal retreats. And it would be wonderful to have you part of them. There are also some new courses which are specifically for women going through menopause too. So take a look at regroup.co.uk for all of that. And I send you a hug and a wave.